the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 93 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the truth that our nation's schools are infected with sex and gender indoctrination. That's right, George. You know, while most people by now have at least heard rumors that the public schools are exposing children to sexualized subject matter or that schools are denying biological genders, the natural reaction of parents stuck in the system is to minimize it, to pretend it's happening someplace else or not in their school or to their children. But that's not true. So today and next week, we thought we'd walk our listeners through just a sampling of publicly reported data collected in the last few months that simply cannot be denied. And Mark, we've talked about this subject over and over and over for ever since we started our podcast. Um, And parents might think like, okay, well, we've heard this. But in fact, parents, I encourage you to listen to this episode because what you will be hearing today, the statistics, the data, what's happening is absolutely atrocious. And we should probably start, George, maybe by giving a little bit history of Protect Our Kids itself. How did we start? And uh, as you and I both know, we started way back in 2019, April about three and a half years ago, in response to a particular piece of California legislation. Uh, It's old news now, but at the time, uh, it was just incredibly offensive legislation. And of course, I'm talking about Assembly Bill 329, the California Healthy Youth Act, that imposed sex and gender theory, one leg of what we now call the triple threat, which is sex and gender theory, critical race theory, and social emotional learning on our children in our public schools. Uh, Since then, we've had the other two legs of the triple threat to contend with. But at the time, uh, that is why we started just to address this new phenomena that was sweeping our nation's schools starting mainly in California. And what's happened over the last few years is almost beyond comprehension because, Mark, you mentioned 2019. Yeah. The law passed in 2015. That's right. So we were seeing stuff three years later that was already 
you know, abhorrent. And now, 2023, what are we seeing, Mark? Well, our culture has changed dramatically. Uh, It's not all in response to uh, laws like AB 329. That's sort of part and parcel to what's happening in culture at large. In fact, George, even the venerable Cambridge Dictionary has changed the definition of men and women to now include transgenders. You know, how our culture has changed just in the last few years. Say what? And and we're going to be talking about this, and we should tell our listeners that everything that we're going to share share today, we have citations for. So in case anyone's interested in following up with us, feel free to contact us through our website. That's protectourkidsnow.org. And if you go to the contact us uh, form, you can pose a question. And if it's a legitimate question, we're going to get back to you. We have a lot of uh, bots and hackers now that are Mm -hmm. trying to get into our system, but we will respond. So let's just start with this um, this report. This comes out of the New York Times. The report reveals a sharp rise in transgender young people in the United States. Estimates based on CDC health surveys point to a, quote, stark generational shift in the growth of the transgender population of the United States. Wow. Wow. In fact, the college fix in December 16th, 2022, just reported that almost 40% of students identify as LGBTQ at liberal arts colleges. Yeah, the analyzed data also reveals that overall, 23% of U.S. college students identify as LGBTQ. And this is a number, George, that's similar to a Gallup poll, which found that about 21% of Generation Z identified as LGBT in February of 2022. And as you just mentioned, in some sectors of society, the percentage is as high as 40%, which is quite shocking. Um, The trend has found its way to our youngsters in what Abigail Schreier has called a social contagion. In fact, the Williams Institute at UCLA um, reports that of those who identify as transgender, nearly one in five are between the ages of 13 and 17. And I think, Mark, the other thing that's going on that I've I found from, you know, teachers who have sent us data and information on how they question students, especially in the public school system when they have these surveys, they get kids by asking them these confusing questions that at least make them say, well, maybe I'm, I don't know for sure if I'm a boy or I don't know for sure if I'm a f- girl yet. And then they check the box of questioning. And so then automatically, this is how they inflate those numbers. They may inflate the numbers, but the very fact that they're asking our children these kinds of questions, of course, is posing in their fragile minds the idea that they can choose their, their own genders. So this behooves the question, George, what's driving all of this. How did we get to this stage in our society that we're having to contend with what we're now calling, along with others, the gender cult? Well, first and foremost, it's being pushed down by the government and then teachers unions, the medical establishment and special interest groups. I mean, starting with our federal government, um, 
in June of 15, June fifteenth of last year, the Biden administration uh, put out an executive order advancing LGBTQIA plus equality. It's hard to keep up with the you know the expanding acronym, but uh, among other things, it demanded that we end. Uh, conversion therapy to help children become uh, comfortable with their biological gender, uh, gives special protections to those who identify as gender nonconforming. It promotes uh, sexual orientation and gender identity data collection. It ends the ban on transgender military members. Uh, it advances LGBTQ interest in America's foreign policy. So now it's not just America where this agenda is being pushed. It's across the nation by our State Department. Uh, fighting for the passage of the infamous Equality Act. It hasn't passed yet, but um, the, the federal government's certainly behind it. Uh, appointing leaders to the highest levels of government based purely on their status as members of this LGBTQIA plus community. And finally, George, celebrate, this is their words now, celebrating, quote, pride at home and around the world. So now America is, government policy is exporting this philosophy. Yeah, you could really see how intersectionality is being played out here. It is indeed. And now we just had an omnibus bill, didn't we? We did, and it's been... 1.7 trillion omnibus uh, bill, but you know there's a lot of pork in there. And so one of those is actually a 750,000 earmarked effort uh, for a group pushing LGBTQ indoctrination in, in elementary schools. And uh, Fox News reported that the group TransLatina uh, is getting their hands on three quarters of a million dollars courtesy of U.S. taxpayers to proceed with their agenda, which is, quote, to dismantle the U.S. criminal justice system and immigration and customs enforcement and inject transgender history and discourse into elementary schools, among other progressive initiatives. Yeah, the group is primarily one part to defund the police and one part grooming normalization, as the mission statement of this coalition is unabashed in advocating for the shutting down of jails and prisons while also demanding that elementary and middle schools have mandatory education regarding, quote, history and discourse of transgender individuals. But it doesn't stop there. Again, this is another report from Fox News just this last uh, December 26. The Department of Health and Human Services Assistant Secretary, Rachel Levine, called on big tech companies to censor misinformation about gender-affirming care for kids on the Internet. Of course, Levine, a transgender woman, made the statements in May, and prominent Twitter users expressed horror that a government official was asking tech companies to censor contact, content disputing that gender-affirming care for youth is a thing of positive value. Levine continued saying, the positive value of gender-affirming care for youth and adults is not in scientific or medical dispute. Of course, we would beg to differ. And we do differ, Mark, because uh, it wasn't just about probably like five or six episodes ago where we focused on 
the transgender research and what it shows about gender affirming care and Dr. Stan Weed putting together his five major objections from from their data, not ours. Um, and so it's just mind blowing that a government official, a high ranking government official would continue to bat- peddle misinformation. And what we're going to see, George, uh, is that a lot of this misinformation, in fact, a great deal of it, is coming from orchestrated official health sectors of the United States, including official government policy. This is frightening. Uh, The commentator and senior editor of the news site American Conservative, Rod Dreher, has warned Quite starkly, when fascism comes to America, it will be under the guises of health and safety. And we're starting to see some early hints of this, which begs the question, for example, what is the role of the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC? What what is their role? What, What are they supposed to be doing? Well, when I first heard of them, I thought that they were just, you know, some advanced, you know, medical research scientific organization, but I quickly found out that it's not. That's what they started off doing anyway. I mean, their their role in life is to track, investigate, analyze, and to help disease prevention, physical diseases. Well, their mission has changed dramatically. Um, here's a report from the Daily Signal, just one of many. Uh, the CDC urges teachers administrators, school nurses, school nurses to adopt LGBT curriculum and endorse transgender identity. Just days after Christmas, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention republished a, quote, self-assessment tool urging teachers, administrators, school health staff, and others to become a, quote, awesome ally by advocating for LGBT causes in schools. In fact, the document, the name of it is the LGBTQ Inclusivity in Schools, a self-assessment tool, appears on the CDC's youth website in a section called For Schools, and under the drop-down, Tools for Supporting LGBTQ, LGBTQ Youth. And the tool, George, includes four assessments, each one each for all users, administrators, educators, and school health services staff. The tool includes three scores, and here they are. Commit to change, which is minimally inclusive. Um, okay. And they say mostly C's, like they're giving you a grade. Exactly. Beginning to break through, moderately inclusive, and here's the one they really want, awesome ally, highly inclusive. And George, I went on the CDC website uh, to this page, and they have a page called Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Health. And then they have a resources drop-down where they include things like uh, here's a access to the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, GLSEN Student Action. And we know what that is, don't we? We do. They're another one of those acronym organizations that have been working since 1990 
they were the ones that started the gay straight alliance clubs on school campuses that has infiltrated uh, both high school and middle school campuses and now they're pushing into elementary schools across the country to recruit students into the the gender cult um the, the the site also includes uh, links to Genders and Sexualities Alliance Network. It's a, another similar organization. Um, it, it Gets Better Project, the OCARD Project. And finally, here's one that most of our listeners will never have heard of, the Q Chat Space. Now, we know what chat rooms are, don't we? Uh, we do, but why is this one so special? Well, the Centers of Disease Control is now promoting to youth an online chat space that discusses sex, polyamorous relationships, the occult, sex change operations, and activism, and is specifically designed to be quickly hidden while being used. It also mixes LGBT adults and children and is run in part by planned Parenthood. Say what? Yeah, we have to go into some detail about this, George, because this is so incredibly offensive from a department of our government called QChat Space. The platform is advertised on the CDC's LGBTQ Health Youth Resources page. The chat service, which describes itself as a community for LGBTQ plus teens, is available for those ages 13 through 19, and it can be hidden from parents and focuses on a number of very mature themes. Let's talk about some of those. So QChat hosts conversations on a number of different mature and sexual topics, including drag culture 101, sex and relationships, uh, queer youth activism, gender affirmation surgeries. This one's even crazier. Astrology and self-discovery in astrology. Yeah. Queering tarot. So now the CDC is really pushing the occult on our kids. Maybe our listeners are not aware of what tarot cards are. This is an occultic uh, uh, set of cards and games to introduce people to uh, what is, in essence, demon worship. And now our federal government is including this on a website, promoting it to kids, querying tarot. doesn't stop there, George. The sexually, politically, and even spiritually charged material is intermixed with content that appeals to young children, such as conversations on video games, Pokemon, and Star Wars. So it... You know, who's not interested in that? And it brings them in slowly and then gets them involved in this other stuff. One meme posted on QChat's Instagram page displays a Trojan horse explaining that children may realize they're queer after learning about queerness from their friends. The chat seems specifically designed to be concealed from parents and family members. Each section of the website has a large button on the bottom of the screen that says, click tap here for a quick escape and shows a stick figure running towards an exit. When clicked, the button takes users to the Google homepage, hiding the site. 
Say what? I mean, this is really bad. You can't make this stuff up. The site also notes that users can get reminders that obscures the name of the chat, explaining, quote, there are two text message reminder options, discrete or detailed, going on to explain that discrete text reminders are private. They do not include QChat space or the name of the chat. One of the rules of QChat is to keep confidentiality and agree that what's shared here stays here. Mind you, George, this is for minors. And, and these minors, who are they chatting with? That, that's another question. That, that's the frightening thing. Uh, an academic article about QChat published on the National Library of Medicine website praised the service for its ability to be hidden from parents, saying that the platform's chat-based nature likely helps youth avoid concerns about family members accidentally overhearing their conversation. But while the chats are designed to be hidden from parents and family members, one chat session was called Finding Chosen Family, while another was titled How to Deal with Family During the Holidays. I wonder what that's about. Yeah, I mean, the, the left is hell-bent because of their Marxist uh, underpinnings to destroy the family. And so it's no surprise that everything that we see here is a way to try and to dismantle the cis-heteropatriarchy, which leads to a nuclear family. And it's happening. Of course, there are you know state laws advancing sex and gender theory in all its guises. Here in California, POK has tracked literally dozens of these laws that go back to 20 years. So it's not just the federal government. Um, all their, you know, they, they seem to be running the show. State governments are pitching in too. And then, George, of course, there are the teachers' unions that are contributing to this. Uh, back when POK was started, then-President Lily Escalon Garcia, today the president is Becky Pringle, who is president of the National Education Association, which is the largest union in the country, by the way, joined with Sarah McBride, a spokesperson for the Human Rights Campaign, in reading the book's I am Jazz, and Julian is a mermaid to young children at an elementary school, both of which are propaganda books to induce children to accept the claims of the gender cult. And right at the end of last year, Mark, um, the Daily Caller published an article about the teachers' unions and their political woke initiatives, um, where the NEA and the NAFT and AFT, the American Federation of Teachers, combined spent over $100 million on political activities last year. Um, th this is crazy money that is being thrown out through the unions to support these woke initiatives. Big money. Uh, the Federalists reported that members of the California Teachers Unions plotted how to push LGBT politics on children and undermine concerns about their tactics from parents, principals, and communities. This was revealed in a leaked audio from an October CTA meeting. Quote, Speakers went so far as to tout their surveillance of students, Google searches, internet activity, and hallway conversations in order to target sixth graders for personal invitations to LGBTQ clubs while actively concealing these clubs' membership roles 
from participant parents, Abigail Schreier reported on Thursday in this in this report. Well, George, this is just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to be talking about this more next week. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for today. But what can parents do? Parents, there's a lot that can be done. Uh, don't despair. This sounds like it's the end of the world. Uh, and maybe we're getting closer to that, <laughs> Mark. But um, parents, you can, um, if you want to get more information on all of these topics and what you can do to fight back, go onto our website at protectourkidsnow.org and you'll see um, some very useful information. We have brochures that you can download to digest this information very quickly. We have these short five to ten minute videos that dissect this information for you. Uh, we help you understand um, how to homeschool your child if that's what you want to do. Uh, we help pastors and, and churches understand how to start a private school on their campus. Um, if you want Mark and I to come and speak to your local parent group or to your church, uh, there is a speaker button, and there's also a donate button because everything we do here is um, all volunteer-based, and so we rely on the donations of our faithful donors. So uh, thank you very much, everybody, for, for listening, and we'll continue with this episode uh, next week as well. So until next time, see you. You've been listening to Say What, the radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roscoe Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.